Chapter 17 of A Year's Prayer Meeting Talks. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Olivia. A Year's Prayer Meeting Talks by Louis Albert Banks. Chapter 17 The Devil's Peculiar to Summertime. Amos, Chapter 8, Verse 1. But summertime has its devils also, against which we must be on our guard. One of these is laziness. A cold day makes your step quick. In winter a man must work or starve. He must move lively or freeze. There is a great stimulant in that kind of atmosphere. The greatest successes of human life have been achieved under the spur of a harsh climate. While the luxury and ease and beauty of summertime, if we live worthy of them, will all be angels to us, they have also a tendency to make us lazy and sluggish. This is likely to show itself in the lack of church attendance and in neglect of Bible reading and failure to do earnest Christian work for the help of others. That is one of the devils of summertime that needs to be watched for. Give way to it, and the summer will impoverish your soul spiritually. You will come to the autumn with less power than you had when summer opened. Instead of growing, you will have become shrunken and shriveled. Take care against the devil of laziness. Another devil peculiarly alert in the summer is an irritable temper. Some people who are fairly good-humored in wintertime are peppery as a hedgehog when the heat pricks them. There are some businessmen whose employees go to work with fear and trembling on a hot morning. When the sweat starts, their composure and forbearance seems to melt with it. I suppose one can hardly imagine what added sorrow in the aggregate is piled upon suffering humanity on a hot day through the burden of an irritable temper. A traveler tells how he saw a significant sign painted conspicuously beside the track at an eastern railroad. It read, Shut your ash pan. He asked a friend in the ear what the meaning of it was. He replied, That is for the engineer. We are coming to a long wooden bridge and the company does not want any hot coals from the locomotive dropped on it, they might very easily set the bridge on fire. How many calamities the world would be spared if there were no hot, angry, provoking words dropped about? Who of us has not seen a whole family, or a whole shopful, set by the ears by a few hot, combustible words dropped smoking from angry lips? We ought to remember that we are living among people like ourselves, whom it is very easy to set on fire with angry passions. It would be well if every one of us would heed the warning. Shut your ash pan. There is another devil, a good deal like the one last mentioned, which needs to be specially guarded against in summer, and that is the devil of gossip and evil speaking about one's neighbors. In summertime, when people congregate together a good deal at picnics and summer hotels and in traveling, there is a sort of laxity in regard to a feeling of responsibility which seems to favor the gossiping devil. I was reading recently about tigers, and was interested to note that a man-eating tiger is usually an old beast which has got past the time for catching game, and so seeks an easier game in human beings. But tigers born of a man-eating tigress are always man-eaters, for they get their first lessons in hunting from their mother. A tigress teaches her whelps to hunt as a cat does her kittens, by bringing them live prey to practice upon. An English hunter tells the story of a tigress that was known all over India as the man-eater, who once had given her whelps a live man to play with. She carried off the man from an open hut in the forest where some woodcutters were sleeping. His companions took refuge in the trees, and from their place of safety saw her take the man alive to where the whelps were waiting close by, and lay him down before them. 
as the man attempted to crawl away the whelps would cling to his legs with teeth and claws the tigress looking on and purring with pleasure that is not an exaggerated illustration of the devilish spirit that claws and gnaws at the character of men and women in malicious personal gossip beware of that devil irreverence is another demon belonging peculiarly to summer-time and the vacation season especially if one is away from home and among strangers surrounded with new and strange conditions there is a temptation to throw off the safe regular habits of church attendance and worship which hold one to a devout life unless you resist this devil the summer-time is likely to bring you a great deal more harm than it does good strong natures show themselves as much by remaining faithful to god in unusual situations as anywhere else the newspaper correspondents and members of general joseph wheeler's staff say that during the santiago campaign the brave old cavalry officer who came out of the war with so much glory never lay down to sleep at night without kneeling beside his cot in prayer and that the first thing he did when he arose in the morning was reverently to kneel and thank god for his protection and preservation if general wheeler could do that through a trying campaign with all the excuses for negligence that could be made for his peculiar circumstances then surely there will be no time during the summer when on the cars or on shipboard or in strange cities or in the forest camping out it will be necessary for us to yield to the tempter that would lead us to forget god in our daily worship we cannot afford to forget that our summer-time as well as more serious seasons of our lives makes its permanent contribution to the development of character there was once a rich landlord who cruelly oppressed a poor widow her son then a little boy of eight years witnessed it he became a great painter and painted a likeness of the dark scene years afterwards he placed it where the cruel man saw it he recognized himself in the shameful picture turned pale and trembled in every joint and offered a large sum to purchase it that he might put it out of sight and so we may be sure that there is an invisible painter drawing on the canvas of our souls a likeness reflecting all the passions and deeds of our spiritual history on earth we shall meet our summer-time again painted in our life picture god grant that we may so live it with earnest faithful hearts with reverence toward god and love toward our fellow-man that when we meet it we shall not be put to confusion End of chapter 17 Recording by Olivia